0: Welcome to Jessica Massey on the podcast. I am a woman's empowerment coach and I'm here to talk all things spirituality, business, money mindset, and absolutely everything in between so that you have the tools to know that everything is already inside of you and absolutely everything is possible. I'm so excited to have you on the show and I hope you enjoy the journey. Hello, beautiful humans. So, Today's episode might be one of the last episodes that I do that looks like this and how great that I have the incredible Tia Thorne on today to talk about this topic and it's one that I've wanted to speak into for a really, really long time because if you know me, you know the work that we do here, it is not one or the other, it is actually an encapsulation of everything. So Tia is an ex-therapist, we actually met completing NLP practitioner Master Practitioner Training Together. So she's studied psychology. She has been in the systems, knows how to do things the way the system tells us to do it. And she, like many others, has found different ways to do it that could possibly be more helpful than just one way. And, yeah, we go so deep, so deep, in fact, that I actually wasn't even sure what to call this episode because we just go down so many rabbit holes so This episode is great. Tune in. And of course, I would love to know if you enjoyed this, what you got out of it. Send a DM and give us a rating if you loved it. All right. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome, the beautiful Tia. How are you, beautiful?
1: I'm so great. How are you? I'm so
0: great. I am (laughs) so excited for this chat. It has been a long time coming. I think we've been trying to organize this for. Months like ever since (laughs) we did an Instagram live so long ago, we're like, oh my gosh, this topic's amazing! I can't wait to share this and speak about it more. And Tia, I just have to say, you are so I am just so grateful to have you as a friend. I know we connected through train through NLP training, which we'll get into in this episode, and it's just so it's so great to have people like you in my world where we just get to have these like high level conversations, create change, and have so much fun doing it. So
1: yeah absolutely oh my gosh I I 1000% agree I think it's so hard to find like great friendships Mm. and I found that in you and I just love you so much so
0: so 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 great so Tia so you are an ex-therapist and Mm -hmm. now you we've both done NLP uh, master practitioner training And I love that now you've integrated everything together to create your own modalities to create change in others, which is phenomenal. And (laughs) I love we've connected to this because I've also done, I haven't studied um, therapy or psychology or any of that. However, I have studied a lot of different modalities and a lot of different techniques. And it's the combination of all of it which actually creates the deep change. Like there are some things in NLP that I don't, use there are some things in this one that I'm like oh that takes too long you don't necessarily need that so yeah firstly tell us a bit about yourself tell us
1: what you want to share okay perfect um yeah so before it floats from my mind I will definitely echo and agree with everything that you just shared it's for me What I love about what I get to do is the way in which I've amalgamated all of these different fields of knowledge and knowing and modalities all together and like taken what I I have found worked throughout my like decade long career up to this point Mm -hmm. and left what I found through trial and error, through experimentation, through research doesn't work and I've like molded it and melded it all together into like this beautiful thing (laughs) that then gets to have so much impact for people which just makes me so happy makes me so so happy (laughs) so beautiful oh my gosh sorry
0: it's so great like so (laughs) yeah to be able to know that you can help anyone and I actually just paused then before I said that because I know the impact that that statement means Mm -hmm. and it's true
1: 100 percent, and I know that when I so when I first did NLP and I made that transition from psychology to NLP I really struggled to meld the two worlds together and I felt as though I had to be one or the other right Mm. because again I was still integrating in myself and so I was like okay well do I stay in this world with these modalities and this stuff that I know works however I also know that, you know, certain parts of NLP works as well. And I kind of rejected my psychology and like my therapy past for for a while. And so I sat in this really weird grey area of not really knowing who I was, not really owning my gifts and talents completely because I felt like, you know, I was almost told that this is the one way. And then I realized there is no one way and I can do it however the hell I want to do it. And I love all of this and I love all of this and I love all of this. And I'm just going to mush it together and see what happens and add things in that I get to learn along the way. And now when people ask me what I do, like before, you were like, what do you call yourself? I'm like, oh, girl, I have no idea. (laughs)
0: She literally checked her Instagram bio and was like, what do I actually call myself again?
1: (laughs) 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 Literally, because I was like, I don't know, the word coach doesn't resonate with me. The word therapist doesn't resonate with me. Like I utilize and draw upon so many different fields and modalities that I have, I'm yet to find something that, summarizes it into a neat little label
0: and actually like because I know I thought you were a psychologist in the past and I love even the fact that there's so many rules in that
1: you Mm. feel that
0: that's not the label you can use like there's so 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 many rules (laughs) that keep you in a little box it's like no you haven't ticked this box so you can't actually say that or use this
1: yes literally and that's like, yeah, when you asked me, you are like, are you a psychologist? And I was like, well, I've done all of my training. However, I never registered with the Board of Psychology. And so for some reason, that's a rule, right? And I was like, well, I don't want to say that I'm a psychologist because I never chose to register. Because you didn't so, sign a piece of paper, even though you've I'm done saying- all the study
0: and know yes. everything that every single other psychologist knows. Isn't that so funny?
1: Isn't it funny? And so it's just this limiting belief that I have obviously placed on myself um however where that intention comes from for me is it's out of integrity because i know that what other people know to be a psychologist right in that in modern society in everyday world they have i don't know i just didn't want to yeah be incongruent if that makes sense so I'm like well I'm a therapist I've been a therapist for nine years doing doing psychology work doing therapeutic work with children with individuals with families um all within child protection as well so that whole time I was in child protection which is a beast of its own making wow how was that it was look I this is going to sound really bizarre I loved it yeah. Like it was definitely my niche. Um, I worked along the whole spectrum of child protection because there's early intervention and then there's um tertiary intervention. So I worked in both like polarities of the field. Um, so I got to see it from every single lens possible, right? And I was my client actually asked me a few questions yesterday about if there were clients that I don't work with and or if there were certain clients that i would work with and she asked if i would ever work with a murderer Mm -hmm. and i was like oh well i have and she was like what and i was like yeah so i've worked with murderers i've worked with people who have committed manslaughter i've worked with um pedophiles i've worked with child molesters i've worked with um the criminally insane people with schizophrenia psycho um oh what is it drug-induced psychosis Like literally the whole shebang, bipolar, but like the whole shebang. I've worked with everyone you can think of. I was in a criminally insane mental hospital for a period of time as well, working with those um, clients. And I completely forgot about that until she asked me. And I was like, oh, that's right. And I worked with these people. A lot of them was in their home. So on on their turf, right, which is a whole other whole game in and of in itself. Apartment. So
0: In their energy completely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I totally forgot about all of that. And I was like, oh, well, isn't that's
0: that crazy. Funny? That's, so that's that's just dropped in a thought for me because isn't that funny because her question, would you work with anyone, you're not judging people by, based on what they've done or based on no. their mental state. Like, would you work with anyone? Would you work with someone that doesn't want to do any work, that sits there being lazy and would rather do nothing every single day? Probably not. However, it's not actually based on their actions. It's right based on their experience based on their history it is what you've done in the past doesn't shape who you are it doesn't actually mean anything about who you are as a person so you're mm-hmm. like well yeah it's so I just thought it's so funny where her mind goes would you work with anyone compared to the conversations the high level conversations that you and I have of would you work mm-hmm. with anyone it's like well no I only work want to work with people who want to change whereas That's her exactly idea, right but they've done this this and this and this and this <laughs> Like I've done a lot of I've done a lot of shit too in the past, and it's I'm a completely different human now.
1: <laughs> exactly, and it's so great because I said to her like, "No, I don't accept all clients, and sometimes I will refer people to other coaches, or I will ask them to complete um, counseling hmm. for a period of time, and then come back to me um, just to start loosening the group, or you know, for a couple of other reasons, right." And though all of those people who um, I'm going to say, quote unquote, like undesirable in society's viewpoint, right? Yeah, I've, I've worked with all of those people. And it's because they're willing, like the thing that makes a difference to me is their willingness to change and the level in which they're bought into and trust the process. Great. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> Yes, I love it. Um, I don't think I even answered your first question. That's okay. I don't We've... even remember my first question. It was just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably remember
0: so that. So many <laughs> rabbit holes already. We knew as soon as before we jumped on. Well, like, this is gonna go down so many rabbit holes. Which I love was... these kind of conversations. This is how we really talk.
1: <laughs> yes, literally. Like, and it's so great because we did not speak about what we were gonna talk about in this episode it was just like we'll just get on and we'll chat and whatever comes is whatever comes and it's perfect
0: yes it's so great well it it, it's the integration of modalities does come from everything it's the integration of everything you've used in the past like how you've helped one person that has murdered someone was a child molester map across your teachings and those tools that you're able to help that person map it across to somebody completely different and realize Mm -hmm. that Like it's about the change, and something popped up into my awareness today, actually, this morning of someone believing that not everything's a choice, of only privileged people are able to make every choice that they can make. Right. It's yeah. Uh (laughs) And you and I both know that's absolutely not true. Right. And Mm -hmm. yeah, go on. You actually know, coming from people who are not privileged, who have had the worst run in luck in life I'm Mm -hmm. going to say it like some people aren't dealt the best hand to start with Mm -hmm. and I believe everything's a choice so I'd love to know your experience and actually seeing them coaching them through them and you know the different like keep I'd love to keep bringing it back to that the different ways and tools to teach everyone the same outcome
1: yeah 100% I've got so many things (laughs) I'm like (laughs) um So, yeah, the little analogy that I love to use around the amalgamation of modalities is to heal a human. Like we are such dynamic, evolving beings in ourselves, and there are so many parts of us that make the whole. And so it would be really ignorant of us to not use every single part to then make the whole, right? And what I mean by that is using every single part of all of the modalities and all of the fields of knowledge that we have available to us to then heal the whole, which is the human, because Mm. all parts make the whole. So that's my firm belief. Like I truly, like I know that there is value in every single field of knowledge, in every single um yeah, in all the teachings and all the learnings, like there's value in everything. And so if we Forsake the rest for favor of one. We're only, like, we're doing ourselves and our clients such a disservice mm. because that means that we're only healing one aspect of ourself and of our clients. And, like, that's great. And it, you can have great change through that one aspect. However, there's still all of these other splinters that haven't even been given any light, right? Right. So yeah, anyway, I wanted to bring that in because I, I love that little analogy. We need all the pieces to make the whole.
0: So um, we'll come back to that at least 20 times. I'm sure that's 1000%. So <laughs> I wanted to
1: drop it in while it was in my brain. <laughs> and then, and then to the next piece around like 1000%, not everybody is handed a great start in life. I mean, I myself am actually walking proof of that as well. Like I was not handed a very good start. Like I have a lived experience of childhood abuse and neglect, and we were very poor and um, very minimal opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. However, I chose to change that trajectory for myself and I chose to create my own opportunities and create my own reality. And it's through the accumulation of those choices, knowing that I, and this is like even from a, a child, I knew that there was more for me, right? I knew that there was opportunities that were coming for me and I knew that I could make things happen. I could choose for things to happen for me to propel me forward and to change this trajectory for myself. And that's exactly what I did. Mm. And so, and though, like my experience in my childhood was extremely similar to most of my clients in child protection. Like, wow. you just rem- you
0: just reminded me of something actually yeah yeah
1: do you, um, did you did you want to
0: share well yeah so I um I actually haven't brought this up and it's perfect timing I wanted to get into child work like that has been my that was my drive for many many years like I wanted to work with children help the children and so last year I volunteered with um I think it's Eddie Rice in Tasmania and they work with all of those children like the people, the ADHD, like all the diagnosed family trauma, all those people that the police recommend them to the company and the company gets volunteers and they, we just play and let the children actually be children. But most oh. of them never have that experience. And yeah, so many of them. And I remember one of the, like the um, manager was like, do you want to come on the school bus with me the school bus on the bus and pick up these kids? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll come. And when I got to one of the houses the kids' houses. I was like, "This looks just like my childhood house."
1: <laughs>
0: like this, it was like such a mirror of, "Oh my god!" If we had gone to the police, I would be that. I would be in this situation. Mm. And it's like tr- truly, completely, like, yeah. The the drugs in the home, the hoarding, mm. the neglect, the like emotional abuse. It's all so real, and we just carry on and deal with it. And yeah. There was no point to that. I just wanted to drop that in. Like, yeah, we all actually have such similar experiences and it's the choices Mm. that we make,
1: right? 100%. And there was, I remember there were a couple of times where we had the police attend our family home. And I, like, I know that we could have been, we probably should have been um, children that were taken into care. Mm. And though I was from a really small country town and this was, very long time ago, quite elderly now. (laughs) Um, And so that didn't happen. And yeah, I still, who knows? Who knows if that did happen? Perhaps there's a parallel timeline where that did happen. And though, yes, it was always really interesting when I would be getting the personal histories of my clients in the past and I would be like, yep, I know what that's like. Yep, I experienced that. Yep, 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 yep. And so... It's is super interesting, right? And so, neither of of us were handed the best cards in life. However, it's our choices that then gave us a different fate, because I and our mindset, right? Our mindset and our model of the world and our belief system, and a lot of that comes into because I I actually thought about doing a, a PhD on this because I was so intrigued through like my years of working with people particularly knowing that myself and a lot of my clients had the same history. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, how is it that I'm on this side of the table and they're on that side of the table? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I got really intrigued by that and I started, like, collecting my own data through my work around, and I got really intrigued around resilience and personality and mm-hmm. because even in, this, in the one family unit to have the same experiences however we know that no one has the same experience right mm. even in the same family unit however we had the same trauma and yet we coped and grew or stagnated from that in extremely different ways mm. and that really intrigued me as well mm. right and so you have always been intrigued around that and I, I I played with the idea of doing a PhD around um those different traits and at the time I was like this is huge (laughs) that is huge (laughs) it's huge and I was like and I'm not actually sure if I will ever find an answer to this because we are all so perfectly unique and I, I I didn't want to create a box right? Because through that research, I would be creating a box to fit people in as in you're more resilient because of this, or you're more resilient because of this. And I didn't want to be the person through my research that gave people a predetermined life.
0: Mm, And tell them you're less, like if with more being more resistant becomes being less resistant. So if you tell someone, oh, you're not very likely, of course, you're not, they're not going to be. It is the belief language that is actually the drive.
1: Exactly. It's the self-fulfilling prophecy. If a professional tells you because you have this trait and this trait and this trait, you're less likely or you're less resilient, so you're less likely to succeed, then they're going to fulfil that prophecy even though it may not have been true. So I refuse to buy into that and to create those boxes for people and predetermine their fate. So I was like, this is not for me.
0: (laughs) That's great that you were aware of that and had that, you know, that knowledge and awareness before you really really stepped out of the box right like you were still in the box Mm. at that stage and you still had that intuition to go hmm this feels a bit restricting I feel like there's more Mm -hmm. there's more to this so I love that you followed your intuition and brought us together and brought all the modalities into actually because anything is possible
1: literally literally (laughs) (laughs) Literally. and like oh man I feel like that is such as, ah, what am I trying to say? Like the gravity of that statement yeah. is actually non-comprehensible. Yeah. Because yeah. literally anything is possible.
0: I know. Which is mind-blowing. It's so, and so often I say it and I feel like people can't make sense of it or they think I'm over, being over dramatic or just selling mm. something and I, you and I both know from experience personal experience and in our clients that change I'm literally covered in. I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> all over right now change is possible for every single person and the mm-hmm. extent of that change is limitless
1: literally yeah.
0: <laughs> and I always and I often actually think of um you know, famous people, like there are not many, like very famous, like who is it? Lizzo, she just popped on my TikTok the other day. Didn't come from much, and it's mm. not luck. Like Justin B, like it's not luck that got them there. They chose yeah. and they believed it with every single ounce in their body that they were going to change their story and create that version of reality that they wanted. Yeah. And so with that a hundred percent belief and action towards the change, you know, they invested in themselves time, money, changed everything in order to create what they wanted and they did.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and I think the other key to that is um because even Oprah, right, like she came from nothing and now she's one of the most famous women in the world. And though the thing that sets these people apart, like Oprah, Lizzo, they – owned their uniqueness Mm. like they completely stepped into their power and not only decided to change their trajectory but decided to do it as their unique and authentic selves like they knew that they had a message they knew what their message was and it's through that that then paved the the rest of the path forward right and so I think that is such a potent message for all of us is yes you can you can do all the things and you can, um, you know, want to evolve and go towards goals and do all of that. However, if you're doing it as someone else or if you're doing it like outside of your own body, then it's never going to land for you and you're always going to be seeking more and you're never actually going to be completely fulfilled because you're never your true self. Yes. So that's where we need to come back to ourselves first and the great thing about stepping into your power and owning your power and being and expressing your authentic self unconditionally, right, and unapologetically, is you then become magnetic. And everything that you're wanting comes to you. You're Mm -hmm. no longer chasing it. It's chasing you. Mm -hmm. This is literally what I teach. Yeah, same. (laughs) It's so freaking awesome.
0: (laughs) Like. (laughs) actually like actually though and I hope like I know this podcast reaches a lot of people and this might sound so new and far away from some of you listening right now and it's it's not rare it's just stepping into it and owning it and learning how to do it because it's actually available to every single one of us it's it's so cool when you realize like I feel like they gave us a box of how to be a human and they told Mm. us like actually yeah, there's like a big manual right of how to be a human like 3000 three thousand pages and they were like oh we'll just give them 50 pages and see how they go like yeah. and just put the rest away in a box and <laughs> there is so much literally. literally there is so much available to us that I feel like well I was gonna say we're just unlocking however we're not this isn't yeah. anything new this information's no. been around for thousands and thousands of years It's just now we're able to talk about it.
1: Yes, 100%. And I truly believe this is totally left of field. However, if we bring in the collective consciousness, right, Mm -hmm. because all of that is currently expanding at the moment, and even if you look at the Schumann's resonance, so that is the Earth's electromagnetic field, the, like, I want to say decibels, however, I'm not sure if that's correct, but the electromagnetic field around the earth and the flares are huge at the moment, and that is a reflection of how much the collective consciousness has expanded because the earth is able to hold more energy because we are able to hold more energy, which is so cool. That is so cool.
0: That is so cool. I love the fact behind that because I feel it. I feel it.
1: And it's like, yeah. real. so Bye. this is what I love about what I do yeah. is I combine so much science and evidence base amongst everything else. So I, I like interweave spirituality with science over and over and over and over and over, and over again, because then we can integrate it on so many different levels and layers. Yes. And that's what's important. And that's, Like, again, if we look at something in um, under a microscope and we're looking at just one thing, just one cell of the whole human body, you miss the rest of the human body if you're just staring at that one cell thinking that's it. Yeah. Like, imagine. 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 So that's what it's like. That's what it's like with modalities. Like, if you're staring just at one modality, you're blinded and blinkered to the rest of existence. It makes no sense in my brain.
0: Have you heard that? I'm going to paint that picture for everyone of oh, like there's four blind men all standing at different sides of the elephant trying to figure out what it was. And one's like, oh, it's a snake. One's like, no, it's a tree. Well, and the other one at the back is like, no, it's a like a feather. Like no one can tell what the whole of it is because they're only looking at one tiny section and then mm-hmm. they're creating nothing or a false reality based on their small perception of what they can see, feel, and know. Yes. <laughs> that expansion of going, I'm only looking at it like this. And also, mm-hmm. I don't know why this wants to come through, but the medical industry, like I've had such a hard time in my personal life trusting it because they also only look at one area. Like it- I suffered with asthma my whole entire life. And it's like, oh, just take this puff Ventolin and it'll be fine. Whereas, like your chest, how you breathe, it, everything impacts mm. it. So, how I healed it myself is through yoga, through conscious breathing, mm. through using just different like parts of my stomach and my back for breath, and accessing more oxygen through my body. And I learned that stuff outside of the box. Like no doc, yes. no doctors or books taught me that. It's just through expansion of different modalities right as you said yeah. looking in all these different directions and going okay I'm going, this, I'm, going this, I'm going to try this 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 and then finding what works
1: exactly exactly oh that was just a perfect exa- example of all of that <laughs> oh, so, great. so great i can't remember what i was going to say if it's right <laughs> on the tip of my tongue it's right there. And the I feel like it was so great. There's
0: something. Anyway, I wanted it'll to actually back. move back because I really loved that you said this right back to the start and it'll come back to you while I'm speaking. So we'll jump all over the place. When you spoke about that you're able to teach and share psychology training without actually being a psychologist label, it just makes me really grateful to hear that. And I know there's so many others because a lot of people think they can't help people because they don't have a label. Like I was one of those people like, oh, well, I'm not, I I wasn't, now I am, but in the past I wasn't actually trained in anything. I didn't have any certificates. So who am I to actually know that I can change? And the research is there. The information is there to know the things, to have studied, to learn, even practically studied through yourself, through others. That is learning to be able to own that without a piece of paper behind you and go, actually, I know, I know this stuff.
1: Yes, 100%. And that links in, of course, it does so well to what I forgot, which I now remember. Of course it does. (laughs) Of course. So what I was going to say is the, like, I say this to my clients all the time as well and actually to everyone. However, you can only expand yourself to your own edges right? It's the same as with, um, nervous system regulation. You can only co-regulate someone else's nervous system to the extent that you are regulated Mm. or dysregulated. And so that's the same with growth and evolution. You can only expand yourself so far with the current knowledge skills tool set that you have. And so that is where we get to utilize our resources and access our resources. And whether that is, um, Research on Google because there is like Google Scholar where you can literally type in any subject and it brings up with evidence based articles for you to read. So you can expand your knowledge that way. You can do short courses, you can do other certificates, like literally, you can do whatever you like. And you don't need to be registered to a particular body, right, or a particular um, board to be worthy. Of helping someone because mm. <laughs> I think that's what it comes back to it's a it's a limiting decision and a I'm not worthy piece that society has constructed yes. to you know create and maintain certain boxes that are present I right love that. I
0: love mm. that you brought that in because it's like I actually feel like that um disintegration of that box in particular is what has allowed so many people to grow and expand right now like i feel like this is Mm. the most expansive time the earth has ever seen in terms of consciousness raising and it's because so many people have gone actually i i know how to help like what is there? there's so much um sound healing reiki breath work there's so many and like we use nlp there's still counseling which is great for that survival level help right Mm-hmm. There are so many different things. And I think you mentioned this before, and I love it. I'm going to bring it up again. That they all play a part and that mm-hmm. no one has all of the answers. And I love that in this industry, in this industry, whatever you want to call them, through NLP, through coaching, like there is no competition because everyone is yeah. different and everyone has benefits. Like every modality has benefits. Mm-hmm. And People will find what they need. People will be drawn to what they need.
1: Exactly. And everybody has their unique flavour, right? Everyone has a unique broth of their combination of different modalities, of life experiences, of ways of delivering information and ways of communicating and, you know, different energy. We all hold a different energy. And that translates right? That translates to people. And it's okay. Because I think sometimes, particularly in the coaching realm, it can, there can be an element of competition. However, truly, I love what you just said, there is no competition, because you're going to find value from whoever you go to, if you choose to find value there. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? If you choose not to find value in the first place, you'll never find value. And that's wherever you go. And so it truly comes back to resonating, like finding someone that you resonate with, finding someone that, you know, your energies, I'm going to use the word amalgamate together really well again, and finding someone you want to learn from, right, who can expand you, who can um, give you tools and resources and all those different learnings and knowings. That's all that it's about, and I truly... Celebrate whoever people go to. Yes. Because I know that it's perfect for them.
0: Exactly. And I've always had this I was going to call it belief, but it's annoying that there are different teachers for each level of consciousness in the world. So there mm-hmm. are people that help the people that are in survival level, still struggling to get out of bed, can't eat that full deep depression, psychosis, that level. Right. And then there are people helping, like I'm just jumping from the bottom end to the top end of the scale. Like those multimillionaires, change makers, like Oprah, would you say? I'm sure she is somebody helping her and teaching her as well. Mm -hmm. Like there are teachers for every level, even Buddha, like, you know, is the teacher for the teachers Mm -hmm. that he teaches. And where was I going with this? So when people come to learn something and they're drawn to somebody else, it's like, that's the level they're at. That's the information they need. Like potentially they do need to do a few more steps before they can take that step. And that is beautiful. Like the same as you, yes. I really celebrate when people follow their intuition, take action towards something that they know is for their growth, no matter what that is, where they make that investment, that that stake in the ground and go, this is what I need right now. That is that is big change. And that will lead them to the next step, to the next step, to the next step.
1: Absolutely. And as long as it comes from that empowered consciously informed place and with like their highest intention in mind that is perfect because this is what I believe around investing as well and it's making sure that when you make the decision to invest it comes from a place of your power Mm -hmm. so you're investing from your own power Mm -hmm. not from someone else's power that they've loaned you during that moment in time does that make sense?
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm huge on that. I'm really because if someone loans you, you their power to make a decision, it was never your decision to be made in the first place, mm. which means that once you get into the process, you're not fully bought in, which means that you're not going to experience the change that you're hoping for. Because the timing, well, we'll just say for a number of reasons, the timing might not have been right. That person might not have been right. You know, there could be a million things that are happening for you right now. However, if you don't make a decision from your own empowered, powerful, consciously informed state with your highest intention in mind, then I truly believe that your transformation will be Less than what it could have been, even though it'll
0: be great. I do want to challenge hopefully. you on that, actually, because yeah. which I love that. I love these conversations. So, having someone be empowered in a call because I feel so. I know what you're saying with that, and I am seeing it from the perspective of others that don't feel empowered ever. Mm-hmm. So they're going, "Oh, well, I never feel empowered. How am I ever going to make a decision? Like, if I feel empowered one moment, is that true? Can I trust that and believe that?" So. I see your point of coming from the that knowing that you're centered and grounded and empowered. And so for anyone listening that, that just triggered or was like, oh, wow, everything has been wrong so far, actually tune into yourself and realize that from every decision you can be empowered and mm-hmm. it's removing that doubt. So if somebody can help you move through that doubt, those limiting beliefs that often come through, like that old strategy which talks you out of everything that you usually do to avoid growth that that is different to being unempowered that is somebody actually trying to help you like help you become that best version of you and release those strategies that have kept the same problems in place over and over and over again so yeah there's a there's a I guess it seems like a fine difference from an observer that's never experienced it before and there is a world of difference right does that does
1: that do agree yes like yeah Yes, 100%. And that's a, I'm really glad you brought that in because there is a huge difference between someone um, challenging you to bring you to an empowered state, right? Versus someone giving you their power. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Or loaning you their power um, to make a decision out of pressure. Yes. So there is definitely a difference.
0: Yeah, that empowering, which is what we do as, as, Mm -hmm. change makers because it is bringing and it's mm, I guess you know how I'm feeling energetically it's like coming from underneath to raise you up rather than coming from over the top and pressuring you down into something so literally it is like lifting vibrations lifting people up giving people like getting people to see the opportunities that they've never seen before I love that so much when like clients come to me. They're like, wow, actually I see what you, I see it now. I can do it. Yeah, you can.
1: Yes. Yes. Up 100%. I love that. And I would actually love for everybody listening to take that little nugget of knowledge with them into everything that they do and every single decision that they get to make. So feel into the energetics and I would love for you to I'm going to use the word intentionally, try to feel into the energetics because I know that for some people they're like, what the heck is that? I don't know what energy feels like, (laughs) right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so um, feel into the energetics when you're making a decision and whether that energy is raising you up or whether that energy is constricting and pushing you down.
0: Let's give a little lesson. What does that look like? Because you've just said people don't know how to feel energy. That's great because it's such a normal part of my life and your life right now that I forget that people probably don't know how to tell what that is. So let's give a bit of education. How would you suggest knowing what that feels like?
1: Oh boy. I know. What a question. (laughs) And though it's great because yeah, obviously this had to come in because a couple of my clients have been like, I'm starting to feel energy. I'm like, Mm. great. This is so exciting. And so and because it is such a normal part of our world, I do forget that it's not normal. And it's I talk perfect. a lot about energetics. <laughs>
0: it's like the bigger. it's, and especially like when I was traveling, I, all I do is follow energetics. Like I'll get to a place it's based on the land, the people around me, like whether the energy feels like a yes or a no, I will follow it and listen. Like even yesterday I was um, par- um parked watching the sunset and there was just some energies coming from here and energies coming from behind me. And I was like, uh, this is not good. And to be able to feel the difference in that, I'm going to say, i want to start. For me, it feels like a bit claustrophobic mm-hmm. if I was to describe it when the energy is negative. I don't usually like using the word negative or positive. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to find another way to say that. But when it's, when it's a no. Heavy. when it's when it's heavy, that's a great way to describe yeah. it. When it's heavy, heavy, heavy energy, I, I want to turn inwards. I want to close yeah. up, keep everything to myself. It's like closing the doors and going, nah, okay. Keeping my energy to myself, keeping everything rolling inside of me because you, like, you don't want to let it in kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. Whereas
0: when you get somewhere, that's super like, imagine you're just surrounded by the most a solar line people in a beautiful place. You're able to open up like heart open welcoming everything giving everything and it's a lot more free feeling does that describe it to people that don't know what that is
1: (laughs) (laughs) hopefully so yeah I'll definitely add in so for for me I the shifts in energy that I intuitively pick up on is whether it feels dense Mm. so whether it feels heavy and I feel that like it manifests in my body as well. So if the energy is dense and heavy, then I feel like my shoulders slump in. I like, I kind of have a bit of a pit in my stomach. My feet are really Mm -hmm. heavy. My eyes are heavy. Like I'm a bit exhausted. And then I'm like, oh, this energy is really yucky. Right. Mm -hmm. So, because I know that I'm not feeling an emotion, like there's no emotion there. However, there's just this feeling and that's the energy that I'm I'm in or around or near or surrounded by. And so that's like that dense, heavy energy. Mm-hmm. And once you start picking up on energy, you can pick up on other people's energy. So you might walk into a room and you just intuitively know like, oh, that person doesn't have great energy. Like I feel like there's a barrier there or there's like some pulsating there that doesn't feel very nice. Whereas you can see over here, like that person their energy feels great and I'm really like magnetized to that energy. And when I, when the energy is great, like, again, I feel that it manifests in my body. So my shoulders are back. Like my chest is really broad and high. My, my chin is up. I'm confident. I'm happy. Like I literally am like skipping, like probably weigh about two kilos (laughs) (laughs) just kind of like floating along in the air. So Mm. yeah. And (laughs) that. Energy can be connected to people, places and things, right? Not it doesn't necessarily have to be connected to an emotion. I think a lot of people confuse energy and emotion. Oh my god. They're two completely different things.
0: Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up. This is why we have you on the show. You're the science, the fact, the science behind <laughs> all this magic that I speak into. Like it's so great that you just gave that actual, real physical, tangible example of how to tell for people that don't know because yeah I that that is so true that dense heavy feeling where it's almost like upset but it's not because you know nothing's wrong like I felt this the other week actually as well like I just wanted to sit down and cry and curl up in a ball and I'm not upset nothing's upset me no emotions are there it's just energy
1: (laughs) yes 100 100 (laughs) percent. So. And, yeah, I think once people often don't realise they're feeling energy because they're labelling it as an emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So starting to become aware and asking yourself, is this, like, am I feeling an emotion or am I feeling energy? And you'll get an answer. <laughs>
0: Write that down, everyone. Are you feeling emotion or are you feeling energy? That's perfect. That is a great tool for people to learn just starting starting to really trust it. Right? Yes. To trust it. To go in every single moment, what is this? What yeah. am I feeling? And that's how you get to know yourself on that that deeper level. Deeper mm-hmm. than emotions, to go, okay, something else is going on. Like I'm I've no I'm not upset. What is that? And then start to label that and then you can go deeper down all the all the ways to channel that energy, to connect to the messages. And, I mean, we can we can do a whole other podcast on those. <laughs> I've just opened that up. That, that's, a right <laughs> that's a yeah, mini that course.
1: Yeah, that is a mini course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. It is. Yeah, it's so great. And I really love that we have, like, well, that I've created this podcast to have these conversations, mm-hmm. to bring these to the ears of people that, Maybe this is your first time hearing this. Maybe you hear about this all the time and there's been some downloads in this that really expand you and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's so great. Thank you. And there's bits in it for everyone and I think it's really important the bits in it for everyone to not only give this information to the people that already have it, it's about bringing it to people that have never heard of it before, to start the journey, to realise that more is possible, to know the tools to use like, I know we didn't go into detail but we've gone through so much there's so much value in this episode thank you so much to <laughs> you. bringing it all wow of course like just being able to tap in and use everything to change and and that knowing that anything is possible bringing it back home to that like
1: always always and that's the goal of this work always right is we pass along It's almost leaning back into the traditional ways of passing down generational knowledge, right? Because it used to be told through, it used to be um, passed down through storytelling. And so elders were tell stories or sing songs or, you know, if we think of my ancestry, like the Aboriginal people, it was through dream time, right? Mm -hmm. And that is how our legends, our knowledge, our learnings, our wisdoms for our younger people were passed down through generations. And so this is also what I bring into my work is everything that I teach, everything that I share, I'm gifting to you to then share with others, right? To have that brutal effect because I'm just one person who has access to my community you're one person who has access to a different community like can you start to see the ripple that that creates and if we can yeah that's always the goal so i love love when people share their learnings because it's also great for you to step into your power and your knowledge and what you hold and that you have value that people want and need as well
0: yes oh Thanks for bringing it home with us. That was so beautiful and special. Like this is this 21st century version of storytelling.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Us sharing and everyone sharing. And yes, please, like if you receive something, share it, tag us. Let's spread the messages, like share it. It's just fun. And we have access to all of these things right now to share the message wide. It's just so, it's so cool. Like one reel can get millions of views. one message has reached millions of people in one second like it's so cool (laughs) it's
1: mind-blowing
0: mind-blowing oh thank you so much Tia it's I love 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 chatting with you I feel like there's now another episode in the works here I just opened that door and (laughs) it's still over there um it's been an absolute pleasure as always
1: thank you so much for having me I cannot even remember what we spoke about a million different things (laughs) it's it's always beautiful thank you I always love chatting to you
0: (laughs) yay all right well thanks beautiful thanks so much for listening and what I would love for you to do is see what is happening at the moment tune in and if there is anything you want to know more about anything that sparked your interest even slightly drop in with me because there is so much opportunity for change and it's just up to you to go and grab it. All right, I'll see you next week.